ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, the Rona, the Rona files. Welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. Uh, we are not in the office because yours truly got COVID a couple weeks ago, and uh, we are not allowed in the office right now. But uh, that doesn't mean America gets to to sleep and freedom doesn't get the ring. So we're still working. I'm feeling fine. I've kicked COVID's butt like a champ. And we're back today. And we're going to be talking about the fact that the New York Attorney General has just indicted Andrew Cuomo for sexual harassment, uh, along with what else is going down in New York, such as required vaccines, all kinds of messed up stuff happening in the Empire State. And we're going to dive into that. But before we do, do us a favor, like this video, share this video, comment on this video. Do you think Andrew Cuomo should go down in flames? If yes, if no, comment below. Also, if you haven't subscribed to the channel already, please do so and hit that notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. Also, if you're not a member of FreedomWire, please become one real easy to do. Click the link on the bottom right-hand side of the screen and give us your email. We'll start sending stories that are important conservatives like you and like us and you probably won't find anywhere else all right guys so uh i guess so if if chris como is fredo andrew would have to be sunny right would he be sunny or mike are you really using racial slurs right now sean unacceptable oh, disgusting Chris Cuomo ought to throw you down a flight of stairs for that one, buddy. I, I'm Italian. I can say it. I have I have DNA proof that says I am Italian. So I can call him Fredo and I could call Andrew uh, Sonny. Um, and much like Sonny went down on a uh, New York uh, highway. It stay looks away like from the phone or stay away from the toll booths. Toll booths. It seems like Andrew Cuomo may be going down for his treatment of women under his administration. And like, who, who would have thought you kill a few thousand grandmothers, walk away scot-free, harass one intern, and next thing you know, your career is over. This is the tragedy of Andrew Cuomo. You can go back and check. We have an episode from months ago on Killer Cuomo, terror of female staffers and grandparents alike. Uh, we pretty much summed it up accurately back then, but it's looking worse now because apparently District Attorney uh, Leticia James, I believe is that, that's her name, right? Correct, got that correct? I think it's Leticia. Le Leticia, sorry, Leticia James. Uh, when she's not trying to dig into Trump's tax returns and indict the entire Trump organization as one single criminal entity, she has a little bit of time to go after the governor. So, I mean, got to call balls and strikes here. At least it's good to see her doing that. Of all things they could have gone for, they could have, the, the DOJ could have investigated him for nursing home scandal. They could have done crime. They could have done any number of things, but they chose sexual harassment. And I think it's funny that they're now all calling for him to resign, including de Blasio. But I think that's just because de Blasio wants to take his place more than anything else. <laughs> I don't think, and like in a, in a normal world, I would say this would be like he's done now after this, but I don't think people really care anymore about his sexual harassment allegations. I don't think it's going to be enough to take him down. 
Well, New York politics is interesting because de Blasio hates Cuomo, Cuomo hates de Blasio, and apparently this attorney general doesn't like Cuomo. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of an interesting dynamic there in New York State. Yeah, but here the question is, and Grace brings up an interesting point. You would think he would be done after this, but in today's culture, because he is a Democrat, is he going to be done? Now, if he was a Republican and this was going down, he, no question he'd be done. His career would be over. But Andrew Cuomo comes from a dynasty of politicians. And I would, I would venture to guess that this, even if he were to resign, this will not be the last we see of him in some kind of public servant role. I mean, even, even beyond that, it's like they, they won't even admit he did anything wrong up until this point. You know, every, everybody out there was the biggest Cuomo fan. Remember, he was the, the guy they called America's governor. He won Emmys and wrote books. And now, like, they barely could even muster up the effort to call him out for rampant sexual harassment, potentially even assault. Like, this wasn't one woman making an unfounded allegation. This was like a bunch of women saying things and an entire organization that was instructed to you know, keep it on the down low, not do anything about it. Same organization that was told to cover up the nursing home scandal. So the problem is that it's much bigger than Cuomo. It's like his entire administration, everybody who works for him, all the higher ups in New York government were involved in covering up sexual harassment and also killing people in nursing homes. And the fact that we have to sit here and say, is anything even gonna happen? I got, of course, we, we all know that had he been a Republican, it would have happened immediately. Republicans don't get away with this kind of thing. But where are we as a country where either party can get away with it, where it's not an objective standard of, yeah, you kill grandmas and harass interns, you don't get to be in politics anymore. Why is this a difficult thing to come up with? Well, I guess it's better than uh, killing interns and sexually harassing grandmas. I mean... That would have, uh, that probably would have landed him a, a TV deal. I mean, Joe Scarborough is halfway there, right? Yeah, exactly. I uh, think the media is having a hard time figuring out what to do right now because five hours ago, they were praising him for his vaccine passport system that he, or that um, New York City is implementing. And so they're doing the most radical of radical things they can do in that state. And now they have to find reason, now they have to criticize him because of the sexual harassment allegations. And I don't even think that the left is even pretending to be for women anymore because now it's all about the LGBTQIA plus community, <laughs> the trans community. They don't, it's not about women anymore. So I think they're kind of abandoning that. And I think we're seeing that play out with Cuomo's allegations. Yeah, the woman who dropped down the intersectional pyramid. <laughs> yeah, they dropped way down there. Because <laughs> they actually like their gender and want to be called mothers and, you know, the other things. But <laughs> And yet it still hits enough of, a, of, you know, enough of the buzzwords to get him in trouble. Because all it really takes is, you know, this one thing. But funnily enough, it seems like the Me Too movement has completely run out of steam even with legitimate ones. It went through so much nonsense that by the time we got to Epstein, people barely even cared anymore. And now we once again have a thing that is legitimate and it doesn't matter. But then again, 
the last two presidents, the, the current president and the one who came before, were both accused of multiple counts of rape and sexual harassment. Neither one of those stuck. So who's to say where that movement stands right now? Uh, I think everyone's just tired of that. Yeah, and but there's far, there's yeah. no such thing as women anymore. Yeah, okay? yeah. they can't possibly harass women. But but unlike uh, the Biden and Trump allegations, this is an attorney general with that's credible evidence uh, about Agon Cuomo. So this one maybe this will be different. I don't know. It's hard to. I think a lot of it's easy to be cynical because so many people get away with stuff in in the ruling class that it's kind of hard to have faith in the you know in the judicial system or the you know it's just kind of hard to believe that it'll that'll happen to them but we'll see no that, that's what kind of the, like everybody else but yeah kind of the point of this story is the fact that letitia james just announced uh like actual you know charges and investigation into it because that means it's been taken to a level that most of these other things haven't and it means something might actually happen here and it'll be kind of funny to try to watch you know all the Cuomo supporters out there, including his brother on CNN, come out and try to try to get into a camp here because all this stuff was going on while Chris was interviewing Andrew on CNN, holding up feather dusters for nasal swabs and talking about which one mom loved more. I don't know, dude, if you're going to try to claim to be an objective journalist, either stop interviewing your family or ask your brother why he's been harassing women. Like that's. Well, I'm pretty sure he knows his brother has been harassing women. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Said he's probably known that his whole life because he doesn't just start doing. The guy doesn't just start doing it. That's you know back back to the kind of the quote. I mean the power dynamic in these situations with the Me Too is. I mean he's the governor of of the state of New York and he's clearly exploiting that. That power goes to their head just. <laughs> It's, it's really easy to see. And then, of course, he comes from, it was mentioned earlier, comes from a line, line of politicians. Mario Cuomo's dad was really, was really famous. So he, he, know, he just, I'm sure he feels entitled he can get away with anything. So this is probably a shock to him that there, he's actually being called because his whole life he's just been protected by, you know, an elite status. Well, and he's going down too, though. So like he, I mean, he's never going to admit he's wrong. And I don't think he's ever going to be resigned unless he's forced to or impeached. Well, I mean, you want to talk about the crazy power trip that's going on, you know, the, the, the secondary issue that is actually way more important than the stuff about Cuomo personally is the fact that New York City, like Grace mentioned earlier, just implemented this, uh, what's it, the, the key to New York City pass? Yeah. If you want to get into restaurants and clubs and gyms and all these things, you'll need to be able to show documentation that you have been vaccinated. And that's the first of its kind here because that's a vaccine passport. Like that thing everyone was worried about. I was like, this is a terrible idea. That thing millions of people are protesting in Europe right now. That's in New York City. So starting in September, if you want to go on vacation to New York, you better be vaccinated or else you're going to spend the whole time sitting in your hotel room, not allowed to go outside. That's what they've put forward here. And this is also from Bill de Blasio, you know, of course, because Cuomo can't be the face of that campaign right now. He's got his own problems to deal with. De Blasio, who just last week said the time for optional vaccines is over. And he's talking about it's time to get hardcore. It's time to mandate these things. 
And this, this is how they're doing it. They're not holding you down and putting a needle in your arm, but they might as well be. Because if you're an unvaccinated New York citizen, what, what are you gonna do now? You either get a vaccine or you move. Those are your options. <laughs> they already are. They already come down here. <laughs> uh, here. Here's the question. Have they not been paying attention to what's been going on in Europe? Which, because that to me should be a dead giveaway of why these vaccine passports are a bad idea. We have, I, I, would, I would venture to say tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people in Paris, right, you know, protesting these vaccine passports and lockdown measures. This is what's going on over there right now. Meanwhile, they're implementing the same things that turned the, the people against Macron in, in uh, you know, in, in, in France. So if they're not going to pay attention, let them deal with the consequences. I say, good, go ahead. I don't, I don't care about New York. I, I mean, I was obviously, I was born in New York, but I, I, you know, I moved, I was moved to Florida when I was six. I am, I feel at least blessed that we have a governor that is willing to stand up and actually fight for the science that's out there and not just lockstep with the liberals yeah. simply just because they want to look good. We well, have we have information. Look, how many how many people got COVID now that were vaccinated? What good is getting a vaccination other than it let it may it may lessen the symptoms of COVID? It may, because there are people who are getting sick and dying of it. You guys know liberal Larry? Yeah. He was fully vaccinated and he got COVID and had, and he was put down just as hard as I was. What does that tell you? Yeah, I mean, 40% of New Yorkers from data I saw today still are not vaccinated. And the bottom line is if this passport thing is going to work, then they're going to have to have businesses actually implement it. And then they're going to have, and I know they're saying that starting in mid-September, they're going to, the state is going to enforce it, but they didn't say how they're going to enforce it. I don't know what that means exactly. I doubt businesses are going to want to sit there and check people's passports every single time someone wants to come in their business. What if someone forgets it? What if, and plus they already have fake ones out there. Like it's going to be very easy to just falsify this. And so if unvaccinated people don't want to do it, there's going to be ways to get around that. So, I mean, it's kind of a joke. It's not going to be effective. It's just posturing. And I think they're just seeing how far they can go with it. And they've already, this has been in the works for a year too, because they started working on the uh, foundations of this passport, the Excelsior Pass last fall. And they didn't get it done for a year. And I think it's going to be the same thing with this. I don't think it's even going to, start working for another year at least. But even if that, that would be like an optimistic. Opinion. Absolutely. No, I yeah. disagree with you a little bit, Sean, on the fact on, on New York, on the site, you know, who cares what happens in New York. I do care when it comes to civil liberties, no matter what state it's in. And no, so- Yeah, that, that's not what the point I was making. Yeah, um, well, okay. but is, is like, what, what I'm saying is, is I'm not going to New York and there's a lot of people who are, are not going to go to New York um so the that the the vaccine passport wouldn't matter but here here's what's even worse when you really think about it now you're asking business if if, if it's 40 percent of the population 
is unvaccinated, then we can only assume that's 40% of, of business that is going to be turned away. Imagine that's, so, so talk about being anti-business. I mean, this is what's going to happen. These people, if they can't go, they're not gonna go. Who's gonna turn away business? Name one company that's gonna be like, eh, besides like maybe Starbucks. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. These small businesses have already taken such a huge hit. To, they're not going to want to turn anyone away because they don't have a vaccine passport. And this is only for indoor places. And I think this will push people to start doing more outdoor services, maybe having a takeout window or an outdoor gym like a lot of these places already have. So there's going to be ways to get around it for people who don't want to do it. And I think at the end of the day, that's what's going to end up happening because plus, like like you said, like it, most of New York City's money is going to come from tourism, and they're just going to stop like at least half of tourism of people from Florida, from all over the country who don't have vaccine passports. They're just not going to go. They're not going to go through the effort to go get a test and go get a vaccine, but just to go to New York. So they're only going to hurt themselves by doing this. And yeah, and Sean, earlier you said like you know New New York needs to pay attention to Europe and everything what's happening over there they can pay attention to just a few miles away from them in canada canada is one of the worst covid dictatorship type systems that we see anywhere in the world right now uh prime minister justin sorry about the blackface trudeau has put more of a burden on individual civil liberties up there than really anyone else in the world and that's why Interestingly enough, in Canada, we're actually seeing a population that is so brainwashed that while the rest of the world is protesting against vaccine passports, against lockdowns, against mask mandates, Canada is having protests of people showing up to try to demonstrate against lifting mask mandates, against their protesting reopenings. This is a population that is so controlled from the top down that they, they don't even want to go back at this point. But you know, we ran the story a few months ago about how uh, Canadian citizens, when they've been abroad and they fly back home, were forced to quarantine for two weeks in hotels that the government had taken over. Food wasn't provided, uh, the rooms were not cleaned, and they couldn't leave. So essentially, the government locked them up in a hotel room and was like, yeah, pay for your own food, but you can't go anywhere. Australia. I don't know how that's legal, but... Australia is sending troops in, into the streets. You know how many, you know how many, this tells you how, how fear is such a weapon for governments that people will do whatever. There, there was 475 cases in the entire country of Australia with a population of 25 million. And there was 170 cases out of 5 million residents of, the, of, Sydney, of Sydney where they were sending their troops in. And they, it's, it's just, in, in total, there's more than 34,000 cases the entire time so was what, what are you, 18 months now of covid basically and i, and I think in this most recent surge there were nine deaths in yeah. australia like of those yeah. cases nine deaths and less than a thousand deaths overall in the entire pandemic and they're sending troops into the in the streets that to me this has been and it's it's been i mean i bring it back to america but it's been the whole world but i i just assume the whole world will bend over you know for that but we're i thought better of our country that we wouldn't do that but we have We've just given in to all these mandates. We let the government do. That's why they feel like they can do these these passports now because they've gotten away with so much already. What's gonna what? When are they gonna stop? And that's then at the end of the day, that's 
my biggest concern with New York is how are they going to enforce it? Are they going to do what Australia did and send in troops to go to all the businesses and restaurants and enforce this? Probably not, but I'm worried about enforcement measures because there's lots of laws that people don't follow and you can make rules and mandates and edicts or whatever, but at the end of the day, people have to comply. And if they don't, then they don't, but will they actually take that extra step to call in the National Guard or something? Who's to say? Because honestly, all bets are off with what the government's willing to do right now. Um, And unlike last year when we had a federal government at the executive level that was willing to, you know, call these things out, talk about how terrible it was. Now we have a federal government that not only approves of it, but will actively contribute to it, support it, and hopefully try to replicate it. That's what they want to do. And that's part of what's concerning because just like Republican governors have kind of been following the lead of guys like Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott, um, Democrat governors have been following the lead of governors like Cuomo. These big names that, you know, do these crazy things one way or the other, they set the precedent. So if this thing in New York, according to the data they pull in, works, we might see this happen a lot in a number of states. And the goal is clear to take anyone who's unvaccinated and isolate them from polite society until they get vaccinated. I think it's important too to put context in what's going on with this Delta variant. So yeah, there's a lot of cases that spike, there's no doubt about it, but the death, the deaths are only at three, I don't say only because every human life counts matters, but 300, a day, 300, roughly 300 a day. Back during the height of COVID, it was up to 2,500 to 3,000 a day. So, I mean, to put it in context, that we should be celebrating the fact that the death rate is so low. Matter of fact, I think it's on par now with daily deaths from Alzheimer's, which, so we're starting to get into just normal, you know, daily death. So we're shutting, we're going to do these passports and shut down society because of, I mean, again, I know it sounds cruel, but there's, there's viruses, there's things in the world that are, are, are always a threat to us. So COVID is not is like it even was during its height as far as danger. And even hospitalizations aren't nearly as high as they were during its height. So you gotta have some, we're going to have some context about this Delta variant. And now they're just overreacting. By the way, I predict, what, what is it, two, two, two weeks from now, maybe even less, around, roughly, that this Delta variant won't be an issue anymore. Because, you know, I know that. You just look at the United Kingdom. They're, they were spiked a couple weeks ago. Now they're way down. India, same thing. I think the Netherlands was another one. It's, it's just it's just such an overreaction. And again, it's hard not to think, well, I mean, it's all about power. I mean, why? Because there's no real ju- scientific justification for all this. It's just power. The government don't, like to paraphrase Reagan, who said, you know, there's nothing closer to eternity on earth than a government program. Well, apparently there's nothing closer to eternity on, on earth than a government mandate over a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, well, look at how they have fumbled the ball on this whole thing. Remember about two, three months ago, maybe, when Biden tweeted out, the options are now simple, either get a vaccine or wear a mask until you do. Uh, And Kamala Harris was saying, if you want your life to go back to normal, get a vaccine. The message was, get a vaccine and it's over. You can go back to life the way it used to be. Well, now not only are they saying, okay, you get vaccinated and you have to still wear a mask. They're saying if you get vaccinated, you have to continue being vaccinated all the time until you die. 
because this is never going away and you're not protected from the virus in the first place. So the, the incentive to get a vaccine of any kind has really gone away because of this. And yet they're still pushing it because like we said at the top of this thing, they're never going to admit they're wrong. No one's going to say we were wrong to prop up Andrew Cuomo as a hero. And then it turns out he was a grandma murdering rapist. Uh, no one's going to say that because that would mean they have to, you know, take that one on the chin, admit they were wrong the entire time, admit they were lying the entire time. And it's the same thing with this. So yeah, like Sean said, you might not really care about what's going on in New York if you're not a New Yorker, but when it starts to spill out of New York, as all things do, this is where it ends up. And unfortunately, one of the places everything spills out of New York through the people is the state of Florida. So that's where our concern comes from, because it'll make its way down here eventually, particularly if Ron DeSantis runs for president and is no longer in charge of just this state. But yeah. There is silver lining. Did you guys see Michael Rappaport have to look like an idiot uh, after saying, telling everybody to get their vaccine? And, you know, and then he, then now they're telling him that he's a super spreader and he was like, and he was devastated. That to me, it was worth it. It's worth it. This whole thing is worth it as long as it starts waking up the left as to what's going on. And I think that's something that's, because here's the thing. And I just wrote this in an article a few minutes ago. We don't need more conservatives standing up for rights. What we need is we need more liberals standing up for rights. And the more that the, they, that the government pulls BS like this, like, like uh, you know, reinstituting mask mandates that don't work, number one, and, and, and show that the vaccine isn't, doesn't protect you like, like they should have. Um, the more people that, you know, the more liberals that that affects, the better. Yeah, I mean, I think that obviously, obviously it's equally important for both liberals and conservatives to stand up, but I think there's more of us than there are of them. And if people were actually standing up and not complying with stuff, then we would have a much different situation right now. I think the biggest problem is that most people are too comfortable and they just comply with things to get through their day because nobody wants to be inconvenienced. And I think that's America's biggest problem. It's, it's like the root of all the other issues. We, we, tr we trade freedom for convenience and comfort and the illusion of safety because it's really not even so much about safety. It's about the convenience of it. Why would we want to go out to restaurants when DoorDash and Uber Eats and delivery dudes have been sustaining us? Why do we need to go to movies when every single streaming service now puts out new movies the day they come out? It's, it's pretty simple. We can do everything in our houses, continue by all means. But that's not actual life. Like it's, it's being controlled from the top down in a way that is basically just the government coming along and saying, we know what's best. We're gonna do this because this is what we want. And you're gonna go with it because we don't expect you to say anything. Well, it's time for people to start saying things. Well past that time, probably 17 months and three weeks too late. Yeah, you know, and it's COVID might very well never leave us completely. So we're gonna have to get used to it. I mean, as far as that, we're not gonna shut down our whole lives because of it. I mean, we, we still have the flu. The flu hasn't gone away forever. 
It's like we can't. We you're oh, not. No, gonna, no, no. The flu doesn't exist right now. It's all COVID. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably never. You're probably never going to get to zero COVID cases. So until the end of time, we're just supposed to mask up and stay home and you know all these things. Get vaccinated every two every two months. Like it's just not practical. Well, here's your reminder that because it might never leave us. If you're one of those people who wants to go into your office and say, don't worry, man, it's just allergies. This is what you get. Zoom podcasts. That was me Extended too. mask mandates. So <laughs> not just allergies, bro. All right. Let's, let's, be, let's be reasonable here. But don't let the government control you either. There's, there's a fine line in between. Figure it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. We're going to call it there. Please do us a favor. Do all that stuff we asked you to in the beginning. Like, share, comment, become a member of Freedom Wire. Do all that good stuff. Help us fight the libtocracy and uh, keep our name in the in the uh, crook shanks of, uh, of YouTube. They hate us. So, you know, keep us Which up. Which is why, you know, I'll throw in the reminder, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, basically anywhere you get your podcasts right now. Uh, YouTube doesn't like us. They've taken to demonetizing and removing our videos. Uh, clearly, they don't want you to hear what we're telling you. They think it's harmful. But if you disagree and want to take us with you on the go, check us out over there. Make sure to download Freedom Wire podcast, pretty much any podcast platform. All right. Anybody got anything else they want to add? Yeah, just for YouTube, uh, if they're listening, I just cited CDC st statistics. So just so you know, if you're going to have to block them too. And there, there you have it. All right, America, thank you guys for listening. Stay free. God bless you guys.